Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Diversity in Fellowship. We are glad that you have uh, decided to listen to us today. Over the weekend, Pastor Kenny. Yes. Wakanda Forever came out into the movies, right? Yes. Now, have you seen the movie yet? I have not seen the movie yet. Okay, Kenny has not Wait seen Wait on my daughter to come on for Thanksgiving break. Okay, good. College. Good, yes. yes. Uh, I went and saw it on Friday night with my family. We took uh, the boys and my wife. We loved it. It was really, really good. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't no spoilers. Give, I don't want to give any spoilers away. I mean, I do, but I don't. I don't. So go see it. Uh, we we enjoyed it. But one of the things that uh, that kind of comes comes from a movie like this, and definitely came from the first Black Panther. This is the sequel to the original uh, Black Panther movie is that there's very much excitement from the black community because there is representation. Yes. Um, this is very, very much um, a, a movie that was uh, made from African-Americans, uh, that starred African-Americans, that involved African-American culture. All those types of things are there. So, Kenny, why do you think that is... Why is there, some, why is there this great support for this movie? Yeah, so when it comes to movies where, where African Americans make up the um, super majority of the cast, or um, or where you know they the African American is in the lead role, then what you have is um, excitement because that hasn't been the case for most of history. Right, like yeah. most of history, there's been a, a really lack of representation of black people in leading roles, or black people having the majority mm. of um, the the roles in the movie. Period. And so, right. when, when we when a movie comes out that kind of represents that, you see the black community just really <laughs> dive head in, head yes. first yes. into supporting that movie, and. And, you know, another thing is that not only is this uh, just representation in general, but it's a positive representation of right. black culture. Because sometimes, and I mean, this has been a history of that, too, is that some of the representations are not necessarily positive. Right. And so usually you have um, black people playing some sort of gangster, some sort of thug, some sort of drug dealer, some mm -hmm. sort of. Uh, some sort of negative representation. I mean, right. there was a history of black exploitation movies where you know black men were pimps and and you, you had them being like mafia leaders and stuff like that. And right. so while while they had roles, they were portraying the black community in a way that was negative. And so here right. in Wakanda Forever, you have this positive representation of black culture, mm. kind of similar to Coming to America. I know when I was coming up, Coming to America came out and you have more yes. of a positive representation. Eddie of, Murphy. Was, yes, yes. Yes. Of black culture and black excellence. Mm -hmm. And um, Tyler Perry does that as well. Mm. And so and, and other movies have done that also. So we appreciate when we 
when we can um, see ourselves in those type of roles. But I mean, I mean, obviously the, the question is, is should this matter? Right. So I, I, I'll go ahead and play a little devil's advocate. Right. Yeah. I mean, there are those who would say, you know, why are you not as excited about a movie like Iron Man? Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, there was supporting cast uh, characters who supporting characters who were black yep. in that movie. That was a black superhero in, yes. in Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you, you know, you've got you've got things like that that people will kind of bring up. Yes. Uh, people will also bring up like, um, I mean, it, it even goes back to the the, the issues of like. Uh, Hey, you know, you have uh, BET. Yes. You know, you have a whole station that's dedicated. I don't think BET pl- does it play music anymore. It's just not anymore. They it, have a. I think they like, have a separate sub channel. You got to subscribe to <laughs> right. to get music. It's like MTV doesn't <laughs> yes. play music anymore. <laughs> no, or no, yeah, no, yeah. no. So, um, but I mean, BET is probably. I mean, it's playing. Um, yeah. um Kind of uh, black it's movies. Repping you know, the culture. Yes. Those, yeah. those types of things. Television yes. shows. Whatever it is. And so. I mean, there are those who would say, "See, we, you have all this. Like, why? What? Where? Where is this? You know, why? Why aren't you just as excited about an Iron Man movie or just as excited about other things? Why is there this, you know, huge excitement for Black Panther? And not just why, but is like, should, should it there be? be right? Right? I mean, should it should be? there be excitement like that? Yeah. So, so how would you respond to that? You know, for me, I would say that it, it's important. The difference between like Iron Man and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, is that you have the black black people in supporting cast. Right. Not not saying that you're not excited that they have this role, but generally, what's happened is is this black supporting character is is um, conforming to the story of the protagonist, which is the the majority character in right. most cases right and so you you don't you still see this kind of this like we're, we're not good enough for the lead right we're good enough for supporting for right. this supporting character mm-hmm. and so it, it's important that representation matters that hey we're there's there should be diversity in in leadership as well in in right. lead roles we're able to see ourselves it's good to see ourselves that Hey, not only can we be supporting characters, we can be the main character. Right. And there's also, you know, you can you can throw black people in movies in supporting roles and give them a negative role. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Like so we not only need Are to they see like the that, first person to die. Right. Or, you know, all those oh, yeah, kinds that, of things. That's, that's a whole scary movie right. scary movie expectation that if a black <laughs> person is in the scary movie, they're the first they're person out, to die. They are out. going out first. Right. Come on. And so you you can have them in the movie, but we also want to see ourselves in in excellence. Right. Like there's an excellence that comes with, you know, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther, the way that it's portrayed. Yeah. And so the representation matters in in the leadership part and with the excellence, with the excellent part as well. What else would you say about that, brother? Well, I mean, as a father of a black teenager, right? I mean, there's something... Like it's important for me to be able to communicate uh, to my son that hey, if you want to go into the movie industry, right? There's there's place, um, and, and and I've struggled with even knowing how to say this, but like there's room in the arts for you. Right? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. And not just room, but like there's it's it's welcomed. You know, like there's good um, 
there's a good place and you can be a part of good movies. And I'm not saying that I necessarily want I say to go to Hollywood and make movies, but, but, but there is this, I mean, there's just something that, Hey, we're, this is another area that we're not left out. Like we used yeah. to be historically, I think you'd have to say, right. But, but we're not, you know? And so to be able to see that and know that I think is, I think is very, very important, you know? Um, I mean, it, it comes back to, uh, you, you know, you were talking about this earlier, like, um, Disney having a little mermaid that's black. Yes. You know, and being able to say to young uh, black girls, you can be a princess too. Right. Um, I, I think that's an important message. Yes. And and a message that, unfortunately, sometimes the majority culture pushes back on. Yes. You know, like, uh, the little mermaid was never, she should never be black. You should always be white. You know, that's not, <laughs> yeah. you're not being faithful to the comic book or whatever it is. Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, I, but I, I think as majority culture, you know, we need to realize, hey, th- this is important. This is important for the next generation. Right. And I'm in a unique position just in having a son, you know, being a part of the majority culture, but then having a son who is um, uh, black. I, I, I see that, you know, I, I see that lack of representation at times. And, and I want, I want him to be able to see that, you know? And so, I mean, like I, it it wasn't, uh, like I'm not trying to be father of the year, taking him to Wakanda forever, but but there is, there is a part of me that I'm thinking this, that was the first time we've been to the movies, I think in 2022. Okay. We don't go to the movies. All right. Right. We don't, I mean, we see, we stay at home and we watch movies at home, but like, I, Glenn and I both were like, we want our boys to go to this movie. It's important for them to see this. Yes. You know, I took, I took Isaiah to see the first one in the theater. Um, and I know, I know there's going to be pushback on that. And well, you're, you know, you're just trying to, you know, you're actually trying to excite racism or make people think, you know, all this kind of stuff. But I'm like, no, representation matters to young children. Right. And hey, not, and not even yeah. just young children, but I mean, Isaiah's 14, you know, and he's really begin- beginning to think through some of these issues and yes. so it was it was good for us I, mean, I felt like it was good for us to to go and see this movie to see black culture celebrated to see I mean uh, the leading roles being played by black men and black women right to just to see that I think yeah. is I think it's important yeah people in the majority culture don't have to ask that question or wrestle with the idea of representation because they always see representation, right? Like they can find representation everywhere. Right. Whereas we have to struggle to find it. And then when we do find it, we get, we get excited about it. And I I just remember (laughs) growing up how hard it was. And it may still even be hard. Like for my mom to even find like Barbie dolls. Yeah. That were black or Mm -hmm. like, you always have to find a doll that is for you. She was looking for Barbie not, dolls not for, for me, you. for my sisters. <laughs> oh, but, uh, right. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure to... she she might even be looking at some for some black GI Joe or something <laughs> for me. <laughs> right? Are that is man? a great question. Yes. Were there any black men in GI Joe? I don't think so, man. See? That's horrible. It's messing us, messing us up, right? That is horrible. It's messing Kino. us up. But yeah, you you man. start to it, it will it can lead to okay. Well, we my skin is not beautiful enough to be represented mm. in this yeah. way. And so when you never have to ask that question, yeah, uh, you, you can be ignorant of the fact that, Hey, other people are asking that question. Like, right. it, am I, is my culture, is my skin color beautiful? Mm. Is my culture, does my culture have any value, especially when society for so long has 
has told a different story, it's good right. to be able to see, yes, we can be intelligent. Yes, we can create mm-hmm. something that is great. And so now we have hope that, yeah. okay, we can, we can aspire to something like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. 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 And, and, and even with like, I think what was, what was really good about Black Panther, it's that, um, a person my skin color can be the superhero, right? Can be the hero. Yes. Which which is just important in today in our culture. That's just important. Yes. You know, I think it's important to um to to to, to make that uh, to to communicate that yes. to to the next generation, I think. Right. Important. Okay, so we've talked about movies, we talked about Black Panther, we talked about kind of how this representation in the arts is important. Yes. What does this have to do with worship the church? Does it have anything to do? What does representation have? How does this relate to kind of worship and church? Yeah. So in the church, there there also needs to be this representation in leadership. Because if I, as as a guy in the minority, if I'm always feeling like I am, you know, under the authority of the majority culture mm. and that I can never aspire to be in authority, I'm always in this kind of subjective role, right. like being, being subjected, like historically what I have been. Mm-hmm. Then I, I, I promise you, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be want to be a part of that organization. Yeah, because it feels too much like what has historically always happened. I'm mm-hmm. going to create something different. I'm going to go to a black church right. where we actually have some sort of authority, some sort of say about what's going on in the church. Mm. And so it matters in 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 leadership for for me to be able to say. Um, my views, my experiences, um, my desires are just as important as the majorities, uh, those same things in the majority, right? That they're getting the same focus, so to speak, as the other groups. Yeah. Because otherwise we're, we're essentially just doing what Iron Man did, right? Yeah. Right. And and I, I feel like this has been kind of the, particularly the majority churches, who have kind of had a, you know, historically been white, you know, yeah. predominantly white. And they say, okay, we want to, we want to do something different. Uh, we, we want, you know, we want to allow for representation, but normally what that looks like is we're going to hire an associate pastor that's black, or we're going right. to hire a music minister that's black, or we're going to hire a youth pastor, or, I mean, we're not going to actually hire a lead pastor. Yeah. We're not going to go, we're going to go that route. But, but, but again, it's, we're going to put, you know, we're going to put uh, black people in supporting roles. Yeah. And then we're going to pat ourselves on the back and say, we've, you know, we've, we've done this where unfortunately that feels a whole lot like the Iron Man approach, right? It feels like let's put a supporting person in the, in the cast um, and instead of allowing them to have the lead role. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's, um, uh, so I, I think that, I think that's something we've got to think through. You know, I think that, um, the majority culture, or I would say majority culture pastors and leaders in uh, predominantly white churches who say, hey, we want, we want to, we want to fight for diversity. You're going to have to think through that issue. Yes. I mean, that's going to be something that you're going to, and we'll talk about that in a more in a second. But what else, what else would you say? What's another way? Are there other ways that, that um, you can, it kind of uh, representation matters? Uh, yeah. 
I would say in music and just other elements in regards right, to yeah. corporate worship. And so there, there are things that different cultures uh, incorporate within their worship, different types, mm-hmm. different genres of music that, that yeah. different cultures have within their worship that we need to have representation yeah. in regards to if we're going to have diversity and fellowship. I mean, so, you know, in, in the black culture, we, we like gospel music, right? Not Southern gospel music. Not to be <laughs> Those confused are two different with, things. Not to be confused with. Yes. Those are two different things. Very and, different. and in no way am I saying, do you ever compromise as far as, you know, is the psalm biblical? Is it, right. you know, is the gospel being compromised? You never do that. But we we should be at a point to where we can say, for the sake of my brothers and sisters, I'm willing to compromise. Mm. I'm willing to think less about myself and more about them so that they can have representation, so that they can feel a part of this body and not just feel like, okay, well, you all want me to conform to whatever you all are doing and don't want to um, incorporate anything from my culture. Yeah, and that's been a challenge for us. I think we can say that's yeah, been a challenge. Yeah, very much so. You know, for us. I mean, I uh, lead the music. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I would say that, that I lead the music. But that's, William's white, y'all. Yeah, I'm white, and that's kind of where it is. And I, I play an acoustic guitar, yes. which is a, sometimes known as a white instrument. And so, uh, and I didn't know a lot of gospel songs. Right. I mean, when we first merged. And so, I mean, one of the things that Kenny and I did was we made a list of kind of songs we really liked. We felt like we're strong, you know. And we compared the list and tried to find, you know, songs that would be similar that yes. maybe both churches knew. And we were able to find some uh, particularly old hymns and things like that, that that we could do. But one of the things I knew from the beginning is that I, I'm going to have to work on my black gospel songs, right? Yes. Because I didn't have any. I didn't know any, you know. Right. And so that was one of the some of the first songs that we tried to learn. I had to figure out how to play. I still think I probably play them way too white but uh, different. different different yes right. but, but uh, allowing brother tyrone who is black who does kind of yeah. have more of a black gospel feel that's his that's probably his favorite genre i yeah. think he would say and so allowing him and really encouraging him to say okay tyrone you lead out in this you, yeah. you help us help the white help the white people in the congregation uh help help the white guy playing guitar beside you <laughs> right I, I mean help us help us learn how to do better at that you know and and i think that's still a work in progress i mean i don't think we're um i mean i think we can always improve and always work on that but but there has to be some intentional i mean we've been very intentional with that you know yeah. because um if we're just playing songs that i'm comfortable with we're, we're maybe not ever going to sing any black gospel songs you right know? and so um and so, yeah, I think that's, I think those are ways to just try to say, okay, representation matters. It does. And yes. we've got to figure out how to, how to, how to make this work, you know? And so, um, so kind of building on that, I mean, talking about representation, we probably have some listeners out there who are involved in churches and they're, or maybe in the leadership of the churches, maybe some pastors and, 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 and maybe just church members who are saying, I want there to be more diversity or maybe even particular I want there to be more representation in my local church. How do I get there? Yeah. So Kenny, how would you respond to that? You know, first thing I would say is just die to yourself and yeah. especially your preferences. And that's right. You know, for that, I I always try to take people to Philippians two, where, you know, mm. Paul, he says, Hey, don't, you know, consider others better than yourself. And then he gives this example of Jesus. 
Like yeah. your your attitude needs to be the same as Jesus Christ, and you see this this beautiful what we consider to be a hymn, mm. and the first, kind of one of the first hymns that the early church sang about what Jesus did, right? Mm. Being being in very nature, God became like us as a servant, mm. and and so we need to have that same attitude of being willing to. Um, Give give ourselves to our brothers and sisters to say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm willing to to give some of my preferences so that you can worship. And I think you get you do a good job of kind of pointing that out. It's like, hey, <laughs> you know, you may not like this song, but I know one person in here does love this song, so we're gonna sing right. this song, even though <laughs> I may not like it or you may not like it. Right. And so don't don't necessarily think about whether or not you like the song or or don't like the song. Think about whether or not your brother and sister yeah. who are in the congregation with you, whether mm. or not they love the song. Right. And so that just, just being willing to die to your purposes and think about others more than yourself. Yeah. And I, I want to say a word to, I mean, majority pastors, majority leaders, like uh, you might need to take the associate role mm. and that may yeah. be too strong. And, and I don't even know exactly how that works, but like, um, you know, we, we need black men who are pastors. Um, we, we need black men who are in, you know, I mean, our, our situation is so unique because we have, we're co-pastors, right? And yeah. we, we're, we really are. It's not like I'm the pastor and Kenny's the associate or Kenny's the pastor and I'm the associate. But like there, there are going to be times where I think, you know, as, um, as majority leaders, where for the, because we love our brothers and sisters, uh, from different ethnicities, because we love our minority brothers and sisters, we're willing to say, hey, we want you to take the lead on this. We want you to be in charge of this. Yeah. We want we want you to do this, not us, right? And that is, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, there, there's some serious sacrifice in that. Right. And I get that. And I know that there's some practicalities in that that you're like, well, I got to have a job, William. <laughs> and and yeah. I get that, you know, and so... Um, I'm not even exactly sure exactly how that plays out, but there, but there is some sharing of authority. I mean, I mean, one of the practical things, I mean, having a plurality of elders that can, that can help, uh, yes. because you can have, uh, elders with different ethnicities. They're not just one elder, but, um, but yeah, I, I just, I think there has to be some intentional effort on our part as majority leaders in the church to do what we can to die to ourselves, to die to our kind of our need to be in control, our need to have authority, our need to be the lead guy and, and just kind of die to ourselves and say, Hey, no, I want to, I'm going to get, I, I'm going to help this brother. I'm going to support this brother. I mean, I, I think about guys who are kind of thinking about, or maybe, you know, older guys who are thinking, you know, I'm going to retire soon. Yeah. You know, and, uh, well, well, why not really encourage your church to, to say, Hey, let, let's hire somebody as our next lead pastor who is in the minority. Yeah. And, uh, and, and again, we're not compromising on the gospel. We're not just, no. you know, hiring anybody we can find. Of course not. But, but, but saying, Hey, we, we want to really pray through this and think through this. And, um, and so I, I think that, I think that dying to ourselves could, that's not meant to feel good. Right? No. I mean, that's challenging. That's a, right. it's a hard thing. And so, um, I, I just encourage I just encourage those uh, in the majority culture to really think through that. Yeah, you know, Paul wrote that for a reason because I mean, you're dealing with different cultures, different ethnicities. You got Jews and Gentiles who are coming together to form the church, and it's not going. It wasn't going to be easy. 
because they had different practices and right. different traditions and all those different things. So yeah. you, you had to call people to to kind of die to themselves and think of others more than themselves because otherwise they were going to, we have a tendency to try to stick to what we are familiar with. Right. And yeah. our, and our try to really hold on to power and that's not going to work in the church right. um, when we're all trying to come together to worship King Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So another way I would say for churches to do that is to really, to look in, look at the makeup of your community. And to look for ways to include in, in leadership folks from those different ethnicities. Right. Because you're trying to reach the people in your community. Right. And those people will want some sort of representation right. uh, within your church. And, and so try to find people within those ethnicities who can, who can lead with the same authority that you lead with. Mm. And again, we're we're not saying compromise with the gospel, but here's here's the here's another thing though. You may not find those people right off the bat, and so mm-hmm. what you need to do is invest in those communities mm-hmm. and be willing to raise up leaders from right. those communities yes. because a, a, a lot of it is discipleship. That's right, and yeah. and not only you discipling those people, but you need to be discipled as well into mm-hmm. their culture. Yeah, and you need to be discipled in the sense of the way you read the Bible, in the sense of not necessarily that we're just going to come up with any wild interpretations, but right. the yeah. applications that yeah. they're they're going they're going to have some different applications and different experiences in regards to their interpretations, and so there, right. there's a co discipling going on there. But yeah. you may need to raise up leaders um, from those different ethnicities to um, to be ready to take on more of a leadership role at yeah. some point. Yeah. What else would you say, brother? Well, I would just say, I mean, an easy one, and this one, you know, is is probably the simplest one. Is just you know try to find representation in the different ministries that you have. You know, so um, you know you you can have um, a Sunday school teacher or you know, somebody who helps, uh, helps with the music or somebody who helps with, um, you know, just, just other ministries that, um, can, can be, and again, there's, you, you don't want to raise up somebody who's not qualified, but you, but you want to be intentional to looking for people who have different ethnicities, uh, to be serving in these various roles, uh, so that, um, other people of those same ethnicities can see that and say, hey, I have a place here and I have a place even in leadership here. And there's, there's, you know, there's ways to serve and ways to be involved. And so I, I, I think, um, I think that's a pretty simple one, but but I, and I but I do think that's a, a good one. Again, you have to be careful with, you know, we're going to hire the token black guy, and right? We're going to put the token uh, black person in in charge of this or whatever. I mean, you have to be careful with that. Um, but doing some of that can be helpful, right? I mean, I didn't, you know, one of the things that we talk about even on a Sunday morning, even at our church, which is pretty small. Right. I mean, we want to we don't want I don't want there to be a Sunday where it's only white people leading. Right. right. I mean, yeah. I, that would be a problem. Yeah. You know, and so I don't want there to be a Sunday really where there's only black people leading because that w- we we I mean, we want to be diverse in what's happening, you know, in our Sunday school time and in our uh, corporate worship time. And so, uh, I mean, that's that's part of what we're doing. I mean, one way we do that, we, you know. Uh, Pastor Kenny always leads the prayer. Yep. I'm normally leading the music. And so that, I mean, just by, <laughs> just us two makes that diverse, right? Yes. I mean, that helps, yes. you know? And I know that's not necessarily easy all the way across the board, but but just looking for ways to have people of different ethnicities involved in all your different ministries, I think is a step in the right direction. Amen. So. All right, brother. Well, that leads to our 
crazy question for today. And so since we started with Wakanda forever yes. in the new Black Panther movie, I thought it'd be good to have this question. Who is your favorite Black Panther character? Yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, um, a group of people. A group. Yes. So you're already not answering the well, question. Well, I can go with the leader. I okay. mean, Okoye from Okoye. the door. The Dorma Lodge is, the, is the, my favorite characters. They're, yes. the, they're like the military leaders of Wakanda. Yes. A group of ladies. The ladies. I mean, head shape. They don't mess around, man. <laughs> they yeah, they got like the bald not, head. Yes. Some of them, or she does, right? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And they got the spheres and they don't, mm. they do not That's mess right. around. They they will, uh, they, they do some damage, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I really goes. thought the plot line, we talked, you know, we've talked about this before, but I, I really thought that plot line in the first movie where she's wrestling with, do I support the king? You know, right. who's the bad king? Uh, or do I do you know do I support Wakanda? You know what do I do? Do I support my husband or my you know my husband? I think it was her husband. I mean, there was just some real kind of interesting issues happening, you know, yes. with, with her character. I thought in the first movie, so very good. All right, so mine would be Mbaku. Yes, I might be saying it wrong, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's Mbaku. Yes, he's the guy that kind of lives up in the mountains. If you've seen the first movie, he yes. lived up in the mountains, wanted to challenge. Uh, T'Challa for the Black Panther. It's a strong, big, huge black dude. My favorite thing about him is that when the white dude shows up and he goes and he tries to, like, they're trying to negotiate some kind of deal, <laughs> he just starts barking at him. Right. Yes. Like, all the other people start barking at him, and the white guy just stops talking because he realizes <laughs> this is not going to work. It's not going to work. Right? So, <laughs> I can't uh, bark as good as... <laughs> I can't bark as good or as loud as these guys. And, and I'm thinking... That's a pretty good That's social, good, yeah. right? We should I'm uh, start doing that. We should just bark people down when yes. they're just saying dumb stuff and they need to stop talking and listen. <laughs> we just start barking, and yes. then it's a very clear indication you should stop talking at this point, right? So now, uh, Mbaku plays a really important role in the new movie. I won't say exactly how it all plays out, um, but I but I find his uh, his role uh, pretty fascinating, pretty pretty cool. Yes. All right. Well, uh, so you can go see um, Black Panther. Hey, if Wakanda Forever wants to give us a, a, a sponsorship <laughs> for plugging the movie, yes, you, you guys can reach out we, to us. We are okay. You we will represent. That, we will uh, we'll work with you yes. on, on that. But uh, thanks for listening to us this week, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.